Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Before we start this episode, September is Suicide Prevention Month. Here at LYF, we strive to bring awareness of mental health and how to gain access to the resources for your self-love journey. If you or anyone you know is going through a difficult time, please stay connected and get the help you need. Today's episode reflects on what happens when we feel lost and how to come out of that feeling stronger. Please be advised to stop listening at any time if negative feelings arise. With that said, we hope you enjoy the episode and are able to acknowledge what to do when feeling lost and how to find yourself in the process. Hello, and welcome to The Conversation, a LYF podcast series where we provide our insight, thoughts, and experiences on today's topic. My name is Ayla, Growth and Development Coordinator for the Love Yourself Foundation. And my name is JR, IT Tech, Web Admin, and Board Member for the Love Yourself Foundation. Ayla, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing today? You know, I'm doing good. I think that this episode is going to be a big one, but at the same time, a very thoughtful one and a very important one, especially with September being Suicide Prevention Month. I think it's important for us to have this kind of conversation and discussion, not only with ourselves, but with people who are listening as well. Yeah, definitely. It was something that has recently become really important to me. And I thought that with this being an experience that a lot of people have that both me and you have had, it would be a good way to bring awareness to what the month is really about. Let's just go ahead and get started then. Yeah. So with feeling lost, obviously, it's not really something that needs much defining. But when I wanted to talk about this topic, it's kind of when you're not really sure what you want anymore. You don't know if you like the path that you're going on or you don't know what path to go on. Or you just have like a feeling of being powerless or hopeless that you're just lost in life. Yeah, definitely can say from our personal experiences that I have felt that multiple times. And I think it's good to have the conversation, be honest and and open about it, not only with other people, especially with people who are like minded and have gone through experiences like that before, but also to be open enough with yourself to have that conversation as well. Yeah, it's a hard one. And I feel like, honestly, with me going through depressions in my life before, when it was done, I didn't really take the time to reflect back on it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just happy that I was stepping out into the sun again and it was nice. And it'll be nice this episode to kind of explore that and the different things you can do to find meaning, really. Yeah, I'm excited. I think that everyone listening is going to get a lot out of this episode. And I feel like maybe we'll even find something about ourselves, too through all of this. So let's go ahead and get started. 
Yeah, so when I was looking at the different ways that feeling lost really takes place in our life, the three things that came up is that feeling lost is an indicator that something was or is out of alignment. And so whether it is something changed in your life or maybe you just changed over time. Mm -hmm. You know, as we go through the self-love journey, through self-discovery, something we always talk about is that you're going to change and your perspective of life around you is going to change as well. And what can result from that is kind of feeling like where do I go now like Mm -hmm. I've done all this self-love reflecting I've done the introspection of my life and and now that I'm here I'm like okay well now what yeah (laughs) and so you know moving forward what I see is that feeling lost is going to force you to grow Mm -hmm. because it's acknowledging that something's not working and the only way to change that is to change so you're going to have to grow in some sort of way and the last thing is that it's one of the things that allows you to find yourself and being lost is in a way a blessing because you're in a place where you can make any changes necessary. You're finding out what isn't working for you. You're in a place where obviously something has changed, you're changed, and now you're having to do a big self-discovery in a way of, okay, so this isn't working, now I have to find out what does. Right, yeah. And that's kind of what I see as a big problem when it comes to feeling lost in a hopeless way because that sense of, okay, now what, can sometimes be so defeating Mm -hmm. because you're like, yes, there's so many possibilities, but that can be overwhelming in the sense that you're like, wow, I feel defeated. Right. Like you don't really see the direction that you want to go, even though there's a lot of things that you can do, different places you can go, different avenues you can venture into. Sometimes too many options, like you said, it can get overwhelming and really doesn't give you a clear path of what it is that you want. And especially for the feeling loss will force you to grow. Those experiences of feeling lost and not knowing what you want to do or what it is that you think that you should be doing, but isn't there, allows you to really understand more about yourself and and the things that are necessary for you to get you to that place. And sometimes feeling lost just is scary mm-hmm. because there is no clear way of understanding what it is that you really want. You're kind of just sitting alone most of the time, just thinking, I don't know what it is that I want to do, or I don't know where it is that I want to go. What are the answers? There are no answers yet. But being in that position allows you to free your mind of trying to put so much pressure on mm-hmm. yourself and just allow certain things to come your way naturally. And I feel like for me personally, that has been such a transformative experience. Yeah, I think that when I explore this topic, a lot of times the word purpose comes up and either through me or other friends, other people that I know that have gone through dark times have said, you know, I just felt like my life didn't have purpose. Mm. Like what was the meaning? And there's there's a big paradox there because I think that that idea of purpose is pushed on us all the time. Right. Like what is your purpose in life? Is it what what is it? And when you don't feel like you have that, it can feel defeating because you're like I don't know what significance my job is right what what i'm doing in my day to day like i i'm lost because i don't know what path i'm going on like you said and when you do have open possibilities that's where it can be overwhelming because you're like okay well there's so many things i can do or not do and how do i know which one's right and right now for me after graduating college i'm going through this period of being lost right now and in a sense it's because these past 15 years i've gone to school and i've known what my routine is going to be like every semester. I'm going to go to school for a certain period of time, going to learn. And then I have free time after that for extracurriculars, for a job, for whatever I want. 
Right. And that's what my life looked like for so long. And with graduating and graduating early, I'm in a blank slate page where I'm like, okay, I can do whatever now. Like I can pursue any job I want to pursue. I mean, with reason, obviously I can't go be an engineer, but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like I can move anywhere. There's just so many options, so many hobbies. It's like a blank canvas. Right. And while that's beautiful, because I know that I can make my life what I want it to be and make it the best it can for my journey, for my self-love experience, for my enjoyment life it's also overwhelming because you don't want to pick wrong and you don't know where to start and i think that a lot of people and i mean you can speak from your experience too when you feel lost and you don't know where to start you kind of put off starting anything and you're like well i don't really want to pick something and it be wrong or what if it's just as bad or i don't know where like how to fix this feeling at all and so with researching the topics for today's episode and what to do in the situation i'm excited to talk about it because there's a lot of different things to look at and steps to take to really find out you know who are you and where do you want to go it's interesting to understand where you're coming from right now and recently graduated just turned 21 and now you going through this moment me at 31 32 a couple years ago was experiencing the same thing of i don't know what my purpose is at work i feel like the things that i do there aren't contributing to whatever that is required of me at my job there's so many questions that i have more than answers when it comes to that that i was feeling in the same way as I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know what it is that I need to do for myself to make me feel better or come into work or whatever the case may be. But it's interesting to know that regardless of what age you're at or what part you are in your life, everybody is going through mm-hmm. it. And whether you're 15, 16, 21, 22, 30, 40, 50, 60, everyone goes through this. And I think that that is kind of a, a reassuring feeling too of knowing that you're not alone. Yeah. We all go through this. From what I understand, it's different periods of your life. Research that I've read talked about how when significant moments happen, like graduating or maybe even divorce, those kind of pinpoints in your life of like significant moments, that's when people are most likely to follow that with not knowing how to move forward. And so that can be another thing if you're really in a place where there's so many paths or maybe there's one path and you don't know what to choose or you don't like where it's going. And knowing, you know, what can I do now to fix that right yeah it's huge and i'm happy that we're touching on all these topics for this episode because i'm still learning too and with me starting my own business and working on my own now i'm still feeling kind of lost as well there's a certain direction that i want to take but i am always combative with myself thinking that is this really what i want to go all in on yeah because there are so many other things that i'm interested in that i don't want to pigeonhole myself into just one thing in that sense too even though I've made the decision on my own and I know this is what I want to do is working on my own, being my own boss, knowing what path I want to take is still on my mind. That hasn't been made up yet. And that's the whole feeling of being lost of do I do this or do I do that? Do I throw everything at this one thing and go all in? Or do I allow myself to try little things here and there with the whole ending of it just making me happy? That's basically what it's going to come down to is whatever my decision is going to be doesn't make me happy. But even now, I'm still trying to figure that out. And it's part of that growing part as well is I'm happy that I'm lost, if that sounds correct in (laughs) any sense. I even confuse myself. I'm happy that I'm lost because I'm in a place where I can make a decision or eventually get to a decision instead of somebody else making it for me or I'm doing certain things for other people. I'm doing this for myself. And if me being lost is part of that, then let me be lost. 
Yeah, I see it as like walking on a balance beam between the two. Like on one hand, being lost is so overwhelming, defeating all the words, and it can be paralyzing. And on the other hand, it's a blank slate. You have open opportunity. And I think that there's such a skill to walking that line that sometimes people fall over onto one side. I think that when I look back on experience, it was where I felt lost before, or even right now, sometimes it's just the idea that there's so much is what gets to me. Like for me, knowing that I graduated, okay, I have to pick a job. I want to start being more involved in church. I want to have more friends. I want to move out. I want like billion things happening Mm -hmm, right now. And so (laughs) it's like, not only am I lost in direction of career, but what is my life even going to look like in a year? I don't know. And so that thought alone is kind of scary. But at the same time, it's like, okay, it can be whatever I want it to be. I just have to have the discipline to do it now. But it's the steps, I think, of knowing how much it is and not knowing where to begin with that kind of like writing an essay and your professor's like okay you have a 10 page essay due in two weeks you're just so overwhelmed by how big it is in your life and Mm -hmm. how much it's taking over that you don't break it down into little steps into little goals to make it make the changes necessary you know yeah I, I think that that's important as well like you said is being able to break things down in order for you to not feel so consumed by the idea of having to make a decision or having to figure out what your purpose is that can actually get you to where it is that you want to be maybe even quicker than you expected. And with the whole starting my own business, there are so many facets to starting your own business that I wasn't even fully aware of until I started doing the research and trying to figure all that stuff out. Finding a business name, getting a business license, getting a business bank account, taxes, everything. When I start thinking too much into all of those aspects, I'm just sitting around not wanting to even do any more research. I don't want to try to figure out what the business name is because there's so many things that come along with that. That that overwhelming feeling makes you feel stuck a little bit. But in a weird way, I'm happy that I'm in this position to be lost, to be stuck because eventually it's going to all click. If I give myself enough time, give myself enough space, to make the necessary decisions that I need in order to create my business, to grow my business, whatever the case may be, that the answers will be there and that I can't be so focused on being alone and feeling lost because eventually it will show itself. I think that's the importance of having a why. And in psychology and probably every college class I took, the professor would say, you know, this semester is going to be so hard, blah, blah, blah. You have to know your why the entire time. And I always was like, yeah, yeah, know why you're going to college, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until recently that I understood the importance of knowing why you're doing anything, not just why you are going to college, why you're pursuing a career, why whatever, but literally why are you going to the gym? Why are you waking up at 7 a.m.? Like a kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) why do you do that why do you do that like you need to ask yourself that for everything because if you know the answer and you believe in the answer it makes the overwhelmingness of all the possibilities not as bad right like you're saying how it feels weird because you don't really feel bad about being lost and it's a good position to be in it's because you know why you're doing it at the end of the day you Mm -hmm. know where you were and you know that while there's a lot you have to do that those steps are going to lead to a better life for you you know what i mean oh yeah 
100%. It goes back to the happiness part of things too, is the reason why I'm doing this is because I want happiness for myself. And the happiness that comes from what it is that I'm doing is that I'm doing it for myself, finally, and not having to be told what to do, having to be structured from nine to five. All that is done for me. Now I'm pursuing what it is that I want to do. That is what makes me happy. That's why I'm going through the process. But also to stay on topic of it being Suicide Prevention Month, the things that I've gone through, and I've talked about it many times on on our episodes, but where I was a long time ago to now being where I'm at now, the purpose for why I do the things that I do is because I'm alive. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm still here. And that the driving force too of, you know, why do you wake up? Why do you go to the gym? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? Is because I'm able to do it because I'm still here. I'm able to do it because I'm alive. And if me being lost in the process of figuring things out is a part of that journey, I'm okay with that knowing that I'm still here and I'm able to and grateful for the opportunity to be lost, to then eventually find myself, find what it is I want to do, find where my journey is going to take me next. Yeah, hearing that, I'm grateful that you're here still too. Thanks. And it's a big change to look at life that way. Like, yes, this may be hard. Right now, finding a job sucks. Like for me, I hate everything about it. Mm-hmm. And I am grateful that I have the opportunity, like you said, to be alive and to have these choices. And I think that once you start looking at anything that's coming your way that way, it, it changes the narrative, mm-hmm. I guess is the best way to put it. And for me, when I start looking at life that way with, you know, I'm a Alive, let life hear me roar. Like right, yeah. I'm coming for life, kind of thing. You want to embrace life the best way for you because I'm alive and I'm here. I want to pursue the things that I want to pursue. I want to go do rock climbing and I want to go whatever it be. I want to travel. Once you kind of have that switch in your brain, it makes things easier for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I I definitely believe in that. And a lot of my attitude, the things I do in my life and how I carry myself had to have stemmed from that experience. And again, back then, that was a choice. And I made the choice that I made. That decision didn't come to fruition. But it also gave me another choice of what it is that I want to do with my life. And how is it that I want to carry myself throughout this world and you know i'm not telling people that they have to have an experience like that in order to figure that part of themselves out but it definitely has opened my eyes and made me appreciate life a lot more than some people uh, would be i get it life is hard we all go through tough times the relationships that we have with people sometimes aren't the best but you still being on this earth feet above ground is more of a purpose for anything to do what it is that makes you happy Yeah, definitely. And it's crazy to look back on that period of your life, that period of my life where we went through those emotions and to see how much we've done since then Mm -hmm. and how you would have never anticipated any of those things to happen. For me, it was my senior year of high school when I experienced that. And there's so many things that have happened in the years since then that it's crazy. And to experience that feeling of lostness at any time, I always just remind myself of you have no idea what it's going to look like. And that's exciting because it can be so great. You have Mm -hmm. no idea. You know what I mean? I can be like, a list actress in 10 years who knows like (laughs) are we doing a podcast with a movie star right now a movie star wow but i think that's it's such a great thing to think of and know that you're not limited to what you've experienced so far 
Yeah. So with how to move forward, I summed it up into three parts and then we'll go kind of deeper into the parts. Okay? okay. So the first one is to know where you are. And this is a common theme in every episode is to have kind of a reflection of your current state, what your current life is, what are your current habits, your current boundaries, your desires, your values. When you're lost, it's good to know where that's coming from. What area are you lost in? What things are making you feel lost? What things are not what you want them to be? And the next step is to know your options know your goals and so now that you know where you are where would you want to be if everything was perfect and you had your ideal self sitting next to you what would they tell you their life is like and you want to know all of those options Mm -hmm. so for example for me right now with kind of figuring out what is it that I want to do career-wise and reflecting on what does my life want to look like we talk about all these options being crippling and it's important to recognize all those options now my third point here is know your real options because while every job in the world is accessible to me i don't want to do every job in the world so let's not make them even an option (laughs) right and so you really want to identify the actual paths that you can take what careers are actually an option for you you know i don't want to have to work as a server in a restaurant that's the last last minute resort but don't even make it a path you want to go down you know what i mean that's kind of what i talk to myself like and so you want to know your realistic options of what you're actually okay with the path becoming and what you're happy with we talked about happiness and once you identify those real options, that's where you can move forward and identify, okay, now how do I get there? And which is the hard part because that takes the action. Right. You have to be disciplined. You have to be determined. But you first have to know where you are to know where you're going. Wow. I'm kind of speechless a little bit. I think that these points here are extremely important into knowing how to find yourself, find the path that you want to go to. But when it's explained in the way that that you did, it makes you realize that the key is to narrow on what it is that you are trying to find or what it is that you're searching for. Yeah. That it's powerful once you do, because that's when the light at the end of the tunnel starts showing that you now can and say, all right, I'm not as lost as I was before. Let me kind of walk forward towards whatever this new thing is now that I can see it. And I think that's really important. Yeah, I think that when we think there's so many paths, we're not thinking about the filters we're putting on that, right? And I used to talk about this a lot with my family when I talked about who I wanted to go out with. And I would say, okay, there's this many billion people on the planet, but I only am interested in men. So it's half that. And I'm only interested (laughs) in men my age. So it's only a smaller point. And I'm only interested in I kept narrowing all the filters. They have to have this trait and this blah, blah, blah. And you get down to a smaller amount of people, obviously. Right, yes. (laughs) Like it goes from 4 billion down to all the, you know. And that's how you need to look at everything when you're looking at a career yes i can go back to the school and do a different career yes i can but realistically like what filters am i putting on that because i know for me i value innovation mm. i have to work for a company that prides themselves on trying new things and continuing to grow so that winds it down i have to be in a position where i can be creative that narrows it down i have to be in a position i'm helping people narrows it down even more right. so while it feels so many options and so many different roads i can take that's only because i'm not looking down in the filters of everything yet and once you start identifying okay now we have a better scope of what i'm looking for It's not the whole world that I'm looking at anymore. It's these traits. It can help you move forward with the process of, okay, I know that I need to work for a company like this. We need to start researching what companies are like that. Or I need to find a guy like this. If I go on a date and they don't have that trait, it's not working for me. I'm kind of looking at life that way. 
I think it's really cool that you put it in that perspective too, because it shows not only individualistic traits, but also you're staying true to your values. Mm -hmm. And what we've always been saying with all of these episodes is the hierarchy is always about self-love. What is it that you're doing for yourself to love yourself even more? And I think that because you're focusing on narrowing it down based on the values and principles that you set for yourself and that you are taking yourself into consideration and not having outside sources sway you any other way really shows how narrow-minded in the sense of trying to figure out what it really is and that's extremely important yeah like i mentioned i'm not listening to your filter on my life i'm putting the filters on it just like shopping you know Mm -hmm. i have to put in my sizes and the colors the prices i'm defining all those filters and it is something that's that's why the first step has to be you being aware of where you are and that's really what i'm going for with each episode is trying to help you discover you know how do i understand who i am and what I want to be. Knowing your values is everything. And once you can identify that and say, okay, even if you've never thought about it before, and you're looking at what kind of job do I want to work at? Look at what you've done before and look at what environments you thrive in. Do you like working with other people and being a team player? Or do you like working more on your own projects? Do you like being creative or does that scare you because you're not really being guided? Right. You, you know, going through these questions, and I'm sure there's places on the internet that prompt you to walk through them with yourself. That's what helps you move forward in the sense of, okay, I have an end goal now. Now I can identify how to get there. Yeah. I think that's great. In a weird way, uh, a previous episode that we've done about building habits, I think that that kind of goes along with that as well because it builds you to understand what is important to you. What is it that you care about? What is it that you love? And really zeroing in on that thing to make you understand more that this is the path you want to take. This is the journey that you're going on. And I think that that is actually really wonderful that we can, with these steps, be able to find that when you are in a place where you think you are lost so i think that's wonderful yeah so to narrow it down even more (laughs) i found kind of a step-by-step guide that goes along with these and kind of what to do once you realize that you're lost or not happy in your life and the first thing is to drop your self-judgment because for me at least when i get in this place i kind of beat myself up for even allowing myself to get there in the first place and for example in my life i was like okay well maybe you should have gone to grad school or maybe you should have prepared ahead of time maybe you should you know and all these things and i'm blaming myself from my current position and instead of doing that you're not going to move forward if you keep beating yourself up mm-hmm. and with dropping your self-judgment you're saying okay I'm not going to judge myself from feeling any of this and I know that I need to move forward and that's an okay thing to do yeah I think that is really important and again it's that self-love mentality that if you are putting that self-doubt on yourself or putting yourself down because you might not be at the place that you want to be or things aren't going the way that you had hoped that they would go being able to let that go frees up so much bandwidth that eventually good things will start coming toward you and I think that that is kind of a magical experience so to speak of allowing your mind to just stop putting yourself down Stop judging yourself. Let things happen the way they should happen. Allow yourself to be open to new paths, new directions. But most importantly, love yourself. Yeah. You need to love yourself. 
Definitely. That's a big part of it. The first step. Next is to kind of define your personal values. And we're going to do an episode on that eventually, which is going to be really exciting. But kind of take a step and and really sit down with yourself. You can search on the internet value list and look at what's important to you, what's not important to you. And that's how you get to lead in to know your options. Because once you know what's important, you can wind down that list of what you need, what you don't need. The third step is to identify and work to change limiting beliefs. And this is something I actually haven't talked about on the conversation yet and limiting beliefs is something that's really interesting because we all get it even though we don't necessarily realize it's there Mm -hmm. and the kind of way to look at it is it's like a core belief that you make about yourself based on what other people have told you so an example of this is say your parents told you that they didn't believe you could do something as a child or that they wanted you to do something else and as a kid when your brain is forming your parents usually whatever they tell you that's the truth to you you know We've talked about this before. And what happens is as you grow up and you start pursuing things, these beliefs and ideas that were put into your head still live there and they still live in your brain. And so while you're making decisions coincidentally away from the things that they told you, it's the subtle conscious in your brain telling you, okay, oh, we remember a long time ago that our parents told us not to do that. So we're just telling ourselves that that's not something that we would ever be good at. That's not something that we could be successful at. And so when we're making decisions as an adult and we're telling people, oh, I could never pursue that i could never be successful Um, and they're like oh why and you're like i don't know i didn't really ever think about why like i just always told myself i could never do it and those beliefs and they they occur everywhere they occur with relationships i see often people are like i'll never be able to find love or Mm -hmm. love does not exist and that belief is something that you're placing on yourself that's not something that we've all decided was the real truth that's something that you have placed on yourself it's kind of like a fence that you've put up and that's what your reality becomes and so with limiting beliefs beliefs, these become really important with feeling lost, feeling hopelessness, powerlessness, because you're telling yourself that these things aren't going to change. And so you need to identify what parts of yourself are putting that in place and why. So are you not pursuing a career that you're interested in because you're always told that it's hard to be successful or you were told that it's not respectable or that it was too hard or you didn't make enough money? Like where are the beliefs coming from? And once you can identify, okay, yeah, I never realized I've always wanted to be an influencer but I always told myself that I would get judged and that I could never do that because once you identify those things that's how it helps you move forward in achieving your goals because even if you identify you know this is something I want to do if you have those limiting beliefs your brain will find a way to make it not happen I have never heard of that before and it's kind of mind-blowing what the brain can do to you regardless if it's good or bad just how powerful those events can be it's kind of a subliminal messaging so to speak for you internally and i'm definitely guilty of having those limiting beliefs everyone does yeah. everyone does but not to really understand why that is or how it affects you as you grow older now just going through my mind i'm just like oh yeah i remember this time in my life and i was telling myself this and maybe that's why i can't do or i don't believe that i can do certain things now wow it's crazy it is crazy and i've had instances in my life where i've done something in a leadership position and i've gotten i guess reprimanded is the word for it but i've gotten told that i was not good enough or told i was doing it wrong and those have stayed with me even in the future for me to believe that i can't even ever try it again Mm -hmm. because this person told me before and it's crazy because sometimes people can say those things to you and not even realize the impact that they're having that they're stopping you from pursuing something for a longer time because of 
that one comment. But it's really interesting once you start looking at them because obviously my degree, but also going to therapy when I was talking about things I was interested in but scared to pursue or things that I was stopping myself from doing because of other things that have happened, that your body really keeps score of what's happening in your life. And even if you don't remember because life is so many things going on and you move on, like your brain does recall. And as the situations come up in the future, you are going to approach it differently, even if it's not consciously like making that decision. Yeah. Which shows how important self-talk is and the people you surround yourself with determine the kind of not outcomes, but it can determine how your life's journey ends up being, especially if you can't believe in yourself because of all the limiting beliefs that have come into your mind, the things that you put on yourself. There are multiple times where I'm saying things to myself that are stopping me from pursuing things or um, seeking out relationships with people because I have this self doubt or this negative talk of pretending that I can't but really I can yeah so I really do appreciate you for bringing that up because that has definitely opened up my mind as to what I need to work on for myself yeah it's a crazy thing to come about and there is a book called the body keeps the score and it kind of touches on stuff in that manner but yeah just look up limiting beliefs and pretty quickly you'll find out wow I didn't realize that all these things were holding me back in, in such a prominent way and so the next step is to listen to your own thoughts and feelings and this includes journaling or being mindful in your life and this is really important because as you acknowledge what's limiting you in your life you also want to be very open with yourself and say okay I know this is something you're interested in, but let's be honest here. We don't actually want that. And you have to listen to those things. And it's also gut feelings. You know, when you apply for a job and you have a gut feeling that it's not right, listen to yourself. And that's something that I feel like it's hit or miss, at least with me. Some days I'll be really in tune and be like, something isn't right. And some days I'll be like, you're wrong. But it is super important because we talked about happiness being the goal. To be happy, you have to have that conversation with yourself all the time and to know how are we feeling today. And that's why I really like journaling because there's uh I don't know if I've talked about it before but kind of like an open journaling method where for three pages you just write and you cannot stop writing and so even if you have to write I don't know what to write until you figure it out you cannot stop writing up for three pages oh, wow. and I like that because it allows you to have an open conversation without realizing what you're writing yet because you have to keep writing and so then when you're done you can look back and be like wow I have a lot on my brain I didn't realize I was feeling this way but three pages is a lot longer than you think Right. <laughs> and it really allows you to kind of open up and be forced to reveal whatever's on your mind and everything that's on your mind. It's such a good practice because it allows you to see that without consciously... Because for me, when I've journaled in the past, I've wanted it to be perfect. I need a prompt. I want the words to be like poetry. But by doing that, you're not allowing yourself free speech, right. the openness to really understand your feelings. Yeah, journaling for me has been a pretty important thing in my life. I I don't do it as often as I wish that I would because it is very important. And if you're going to be honest with somebody, be honest with yourself. And journaling has allowed myself to do that. Things that I wouldn't say to other people or would feel confident enough or comfortable enough to discuss, I'm able to put it in my journal because I'm the only one who's reading it and I'm being honest with myself. So if anything, the real truth of who you are, what are the things that are going on in your mind, or the ideas that you may have that might be a little scary or or nerve-wracking to say aloud, journaling definitely allows you to tap into that part of yourself. 
Yeah, it's crazy how important it is. And I feel like a lot of people have tried it, but being open and making sure you're completely open and not placing limits, not mm-hmm. restricting yourself in any way. It's really cool. Yeah. And so lastly, is kind of a two part. After you've understood your values, where you're at, identified those limits on yourself, found yourself in a place where you can have an open conversation about what you want. The next step is to put in place the actionable steps to achieving your goals. And now this seems easy, right? You mm-hmm. know, I know I want this job, apply for it. Right. <laughs> but it doesn't always work that way because sometimes in order to get a certain career, you have to do other jobs before you can get to that job. Or you have to do certain steps before X, Y, Z, whatever it be. Maybe you really want to be fit and healthy. You're not just going to wake up tomorrow with abs by saying that you want that. I wish. <laughs> and so you really have to find actionable steps to get there in a way that is approachable and you're not setting up your goals in a way that's setting you up to fail, I guess is the best way to put it. So in doing so and identifying, you know, what's step one, step two, and even if there has to be 50 steps to get there, you want to break it down into very easy things so that you can get through them. So like you said, with your business, you have to come up with a name, a license, blah, 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 like a million things, right? Yeah. Step one, a name. And just think about step one right now. And then tomorrow you're like, step two, like you can think about it as 1% per day that we talk about all the time. That's right, yeah. And with that, you want to identify, once you're doing that, you want to identify patterns that you're trapped in. And this is important because we talked about with our habits episode, we always are like, I want to do this. And then we can't keep it for some reason. And so with your goals, especially because when you're lost, it's so important to make sure you achieve them. You want to identify what is stopping you from achieving them. Is it your room is not the environment to be achieving your goals? Is it that you are self-sabotaging and you are canceling on the date because you're nervous Mm. what are the things that are stopping you from achieving them and what what have you been doing that have led to this what habits are leading you to not move forward and once you can identify those patterns you'll be much more prepared in the future for achieving your goals because when you see that happen in the future you're getting ready for a date and you're like actually i don't know i feel nervous about it i don't know i don't know if tonight's night you can say i remember telling myself that this was gonna happen and so i gotta prove myself wrong if i want to find love i gotta go out and try and so with being better prepared you can't self-sabotage yourself anymore you can move forward and achieve your goals beautifully said that's very concise and very on point because i do remember going through these types of scenarios in my past of something very simple of going out with friends but feeling nervous whether it's new people that i'm going to be meeting or the environment that we're going to whatever the case may be i would stop myself from participating in those events because it was something internal that i told myself that nobody's going to like me i'm not funny enough uh, i'm not going to fit in anything along those lines definitely stopped me from experiencing a lot of things with friends, family, other events. I think me joining LIF and being in that environment to allow myself to say yes to more things, to force myself to meet new people, to get myself out of my comfort zone of something that I've been holding back on allowed me to see the other opportunities that are out there for me or see a different direction of how I can provide my expertise in certain things to assist with events or or other people. That allowed me to stop feeling that lost feeling and really focus on what I need to do for myself in order to get me to that place. And a lot of that was not being in that trapped sense of whatever down talk that I have for me, allowing myself to just get rid of that allowed me to open it up even more. And now I'm enjoying the life that I'm living because of it. 
Yeah, I love to hear that. It's great. And it's a great example of it too. For me, it's kind of the same of you'll identify, okay, all these excuses about your personality of why. And I've had therapists ask before, okay, give me an example then. And I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> like, give me an example of a time where you said a joke and nobody laughed and you felt horrible. Or why is it that you feel that you're not funny? Or why is it that you are uncomfortable? Like, give me an example of the times. And you'll see that it's not often that it's one time that maybe it's happened to you and you've held on to that for a long time and also it's you are creating that excuse without the premise of but is this a valid reason to not go out like these people especially with meeting new people this is a new chance to connect with people to be who you are and a good way to go about that is one to say okay how valid is my excuse really like is this really valid and because you're judging other people that you've never met like Mm -hmm. you're saying that they're gonna place judgment on you not like you've not met them you don't know who they are (laughs) you don't know what they're thinking but also it's great to have that positive self-talk and even if you have to stand in front of the mirror before you go and practice affirmations and tell yourself you know i am strong i am funny i am smart I am likable, like whatever you have to say until you can feel comfortable enough to go out and do it. Those are the things that you have to understand when you look at, okay, what patterns have I been doing and how do I stop that? I think that's great. I think all of that is uh, amazing. Again, I'm speechless because I'm learning along with what you're saying. So, and I I hope people are listening or or learning something too. It definitely has opened up my mind a lot more on the idea of feeling lost, but knowing the steps in order to get you out of that feeling. And it is going to be something that I will carry with me for a long time. And there are still things that I'm learning about myself that might need to reevaluate or to lesson um, a lot with the, the limiting beliefs and feeling trapped or that self negative talk that I go through not necessarily on a constant basis but it is there and I, I do acknowledge that it is there that allowing myself to go through these steps in order to stop that from happening is only going to benefit me in the long run so with that we'll go into how we can use this to love yourself and so I will start since you just Please. had a long tangent yeah. <laughs> so this topic is a really great one because a lot of time habits contribute to self-love because xyz boundaries xyz growth and all these ways but this is really a chance for you to come into a life that you are happy to live and i hope that when you're listening to this that you really think about all the possibilities for you and your happiness and know that in feeling lost you can use everything we talked about today and all the reflection to find a life that you're happy and proud of and work towards it and know that that life is waiting for you too I love that. I love that a lot. And I think probably a good place to to end this episode. I I hope everybody out there has learned something new. Hopefully that these words are able to help you find yourself. And if you're lost, just know that there are ways of getting out of that space. But any final thoughts from you, Ayla, on today's episode? I'm just glad that we could have this conversation. It is a hard one. It is an emotional one. But with September being Suicide Prevention Month, if you're listening to this, I'm happy you're still here. And I as well. I'm happy that you are here. I'm happy that you're taking this time to listen to this episode. Just know that it's okay not to be okay. And there is help out there if you need it. And I hope that you do find help if you if you need that. We love you. OIF loves you. <laughs> Our motto is always the same. You need to love yourself. And I think you finding that in yourself to love yourself 
can get you to a better place. We want to hear from you. Leave us a comment on Instagram or Twitter at the LY Foundation or on Facebook, facebook.com slash the LY Foundation. Let us know what you thought about today's episode and what feeling lost means to you. Also, please leave us a review of the LYF podcast. That way we can continue to produce more content and grow the show. Thank you for listening to the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another, and love this planet we call home. Hello and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're we're doing, we now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in.